these people have got downs that would be unimaginable to 99% of the rest of the world. I mean, how do you, you know, coach, you know, coach them on the comeback? Well, the first thing you do is you don't. You don't speak. You listen. Guys, Matt Haycock's here, and welcome to a very, very special episode of The Matt Haycock Show, where I've got a guest who needs absolutely no introduction. I have with me today Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess, Duchess of York. Uh, Duchess, thank you very much for being here. Uh, I mean, like I say, you know, there's there's so many accolades and, and so many attributes, you know, we can add to your name and career. You know, you're a businesswoman, you're a best-selling author, you've got a YouTube channel, speaker, producer, wellness advocate, and uh, that's before we even talk about mother and grandmother too. Uh, so thank you for sparing some busy time. I mean, how how do you fit it all in? Well, the first thing is, it's very nice of you to think you're talking to Sarah Ferguson, but I, I thought you could be talking to Julianne Moore. I mean, you know. <laughs> or just <laughs> I mean, you know, look, we've got long red hair. No, no, no. I, I actually, Matt, uh, yes, you are talking to Sarah today, and I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. And uh, and it's great to talk to you, actually, Matt, because you are a huge achiever too, and uh, you're a real man of the of real life. And I've read a bit about you as well. So back at you, Matt, on huge yeah. achievement. Uh, Thank you very much. The second thing is, the second thing in, in answer to your question is that uh, every day is good and today is a day full of goodness. And it, you can either look at it that, the, that it's not or it is, it's your choice. And I think to have a choice is the best thing. So you know, don't have a choice, you don't have a choice. But to have a choice to choose to go into joy is what I try to do most of the day. How do I fit it all in? Because I wish to. You know, I actually, I, lo I love that answer because I, I often get asked about balance myself and, you know, how do you balance work and family? How do you balance hobbies and this? And my answer always is that, you know, I don't think I balance, I just do. And, and, and you know, if, if you want to do something, you get on and do it. And ultimately, uh, you know, you, you find a way to fit it all into the day and the things you don't want to do don't get done. And if, you, if you're passionate enough about achieving the things you do want to achieve, then they do seem to find a way to fitting into, uh, fitting into the day and fitting into life. Do you know, somebody the other day said to me uh, when I uh, was walking along the street and, and someone came up and said, oh, you look just like Fergie. And I said, well, guess what? I am Fergie. <laughs> oh, wait, could I have a selfie? And I went, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And, and it was they gave me a huge smile. And my friend was walking with me, Mark. He said, uh, I hope you took in that nice smile. And I suddenly stopped and I thanked him for such a compliment because you don't often hear the, that, that, that moment when he turned to me and said, did you receive that smile from that person? And, and I suddenly realized maybe I should stop and take a beat more often to, to receive. And instead of always giving, giving uh, the smiles, which I love to do, but sometimes stop and just say, thank you. Yeah. How kind of you. It's really interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, no, no, it, it is, but, but very much so. I, I guess uh, you know, it's um, it, it's it's amazing to see you know what 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 a difference you know people like yourselves or you know in a microscopic way people like me you know make on uh, make on people's lives and 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 the smiles it brings the you know the inspirations and 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 how 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 you can very much change someone's life by by just being you. Yes, I mean, Matt, don't you think in your day when you're doing this podcast? Uh, didn't you don't you think oh it's fun what are we going to learn from each other this is not just me talking to you uh, it's talking oh I've read about Matt what am I going to learn from Matt 
and how can we have a good dialogue and and make it fun we, it, it, i don't understand anything else really matt i'm afraid i it's not about i always say to to the girls is it's not about uh you, you got to show up with your heart or don't show up really it's it's do it because you want to do it just like you started this interview or this podcast saying uh, i'm recording now um, but it's really the passion for what you do. And you can do anything if you have that passion. I don't know why I've got my glasses on because I'm not reading anything, so that's good. <laughs> but but, but like, like you say as well, you know, it's about going into situations and, and, and thinking, you know, and wanting to know what you can learn from them. And I think you know, for, for me, uh, that's why I started these podcasts, you know, and that's for me very much my kind of attitude to day and life and business. And I, I was having this conversation with one of my business partners, the, you know, the, the other night. And, and I think, you know, I, I always think one of my uh, reasons for success is, is my desire to always be learning off, off other people you know of people who have achieved more than me of people who've achieved different things to me and i always say about these podcasts that you know i have an organic chat with great people and there's no way that by the end of it there won't be you know great nuggets of information that you know that my audience can take away and that i can take away because everybody from any walk of life has got something to offer something to give and a, and a different perspective on things do you i like the way you use nuggets i use nuggets too um, in my speeches, you know, I want everyone to walk away going, oh, I take that nugget with me. And uh, the other thing is, you said with your business partners, uh, just one split second, I need to ask you, Matt, what do you, what would you like to achieve? What's your dream? Uh, I don't want to say a five year timeline, because when people say to me, what's your five year vision? I went, are you joking? I'm 62. I'm not. Let's hope I make it for the next five years, you know. Uh, but what is your what is your vision? I mean, without being too granular on it, I I I love I love solving problems, uh, and 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 I guess I love achieving things uh, that either I thought were difficult, or even more so than that, that people tell me I can't do. Uh, so I mean, my, my line of business is is finance and investment. You know, I I I invest in all kinds of different UK companies, and. And as a, a kind of a, a, a general business, I can't see myself doing anything any different until the day I die because I love what I do. And I love the fact that even though investing may be the same, the businesses I deal with and the and the personalities behind those businesses change every single day. So, you know, I, I never know how the phone's going to ring or, or, or sorry, what the voice is going to say on the other end of the phone when it, when it rings each day. Um, and I just, you know, I, I love to find a problem. I love to solve it. And uh, I guess I just I just want to keep doing that for you know the next five minutes, five years 25 years excellent and what's do you do you what do you do you decide to, you're going to invest in how do you get the the uh, dream is it everything or is it very focused um I like to say that I only invest in things or only fund things that, that I understand. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm sure that means I, I turn around, turn away many opportunities from, you know, from potentially great businesses and potentially great sectors. But, you know, I'm, I, I don't, for example, understand, you know, technology or biotech or, 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 or you know, um, very, very specialist sectors like that. You know, I, I always say I'm a kind of a, a meat and potatoes guy that, you know, likes to buy for a pound, sell for to and, and, and try and control things in the middle. So for me, it's very important to understand the business. Uh, once I understand the business, it's super important to have, uh, well, either people running the business or potential business partners uh, that I, I like and that I trust and, and, and I think are going to be as passionate about their job as, as I am about mine. Because, you know, whilst they aren't, uh, let's say, financial ingredients you know, w without them, it's probably not going to be successful and it's certainly not going to be fun. And I just think I'm at a stage in life where as much as I want to make the money, 
I want to enjoy it, you know, enjoy it as many steps of the way as well. Okay, so Matt, uh, after, uh, when we finish the podcast, uh, uh, you and I are going to meet uh, very soon because well, in 1989, 1990, we were on uh, Saturday morning, 9am on Fox in America as the number one uh, animation, animated car cartoon in America. And uh, so I think that we can get all our characters back. I think I know exactly how Paw Patrol runs. And so I think we've got that with Budgie and the Dronauts and uh, my latest book and Little Red. Uh, definitely, uh, Little Red is going to be the first giveaway doll, and she is uh, she's a symbol of hope. And uh, in fact, I can show you Little Red. Uh, she's uh, waiting in the next room, but I'll show you Little Red. Uh, Little Red is, of course, my um, my ambassador for um, building primary education globally. I work as a global ambassador for Montessori schools. And next week, we announce Little Red's play in a box, and it's uh, a uh, really a rucksack or a box that arrives for the displaced children all over the world, anywhere in the world, uh, that I believe a child that uh, is running from Ukraine or, or Yemen or Syria or Afghanistan uh, or, uh, uh, I mean, 84.5 million uh, displaced uh, people last year. And, uh, and those children, where is their hope? And so Little Red... Uh, she's been to Poland. She's been to the Ukraine. She, well, I should have my Ukraine um, ribbon on. But anyway, here she is. And uh, Poland and Ukraine here. And uh, so Little Red is going to next uh, next week announce uh, Play in a Box with Montessori Schools, UNHCR and the uh, European Bank of Development. And I think Little Red... Uh, well, this is the doll and we'll make more of these, which will be given away for free. But with it comes the books and the merchandising, the licensing. So very big business for uh, Matt to look at. And then you are going to now, I have decided, make this into an Oscar winning film or you could make it into a TV series and we could get it out there. And I think it fits in between Bridgerton and uh, The Gilded Age. I think this has got really strong legs. Julianne Moore should be playing Lady Margaret. And of course, yes, it is, Matt. Matt, in here, it, there is, it's been my dream for 25 years. Do you think I could have a tissue, please? Um, it's been my dream 25 years to, to, uh, to write a novel. And of course, it's about the experiences and experimenting with experiences of this redhead you're talking to today. So, uh, so it's very exciting. It's not just uh, throwing out a novel. It's passionate, and every line was me growing with Lady Margaret, uh, thinking that I couldn't write a novel. I'm useless, or you know, I can't do this, can't do that. And then when I started doing it, I realised, oh, okay, I can do this because I think you put yourself in the in the smells of the East End of London in, in 1870, what was it like? And why should a woman have to do exactly as she was told? And what, what were the rules? And once you started to escape into history and into writing, you realised that, of course, your day is so much better because you've turned that <laughs> doubting Thomas brain off, the self-sabotage, the self-esteem, and all that, you can't get your this, your that, and you've thrown yourself into what it really must have been like um, in, in, in Scotland and in uh, London and the slums and people coming back from the Crimea War. And, and so that's when I, I, I wrote this book. I mean, it's, I'm pretty excited. Very excited. How, how long did it take to write? 
it took would you believe it took the pandemic so i wrote it uh, i've wanted to do lady margaret for 15 years and uh, and i wrote it during the pandemic and that's when of course i met aileen uh, uh, Marguerite Kay, um, who's just wonderful. Marguerite Kay uh, and I did this, and she taught me how to do it. She taught me how to write a novel, and she took me by the hand. Now, of course, uh, Marguerite Kay has written close to 60 books for Mills and Boone, but it's the first time that, and William Morrow out of New York is my publisher, and uh, Rachel Kahan at William Morrow went to uh, Lisa Milton at uh, HarperCollins and Mills and Boom. And of course, how fantastic to be part of News Group Empire in order to bring this out. And it's all about getting on with it. It's the first time Mills and Boom in 100 years has been on the Sunday Times bestseller list because of Lady Margaret. And so I'm very excited that I've just finished my next book, An Intriguing Lady, comes out in uh, February of uh, next year. And I think that could be your movie, Matt, or it could be a TV series, but whatever it is, the good news about it is, and when I did Young Victoria um, and we won an Oscar for Best Costume with Julian Fellows uh, writing the screenplay, uh, it was pretty great because Julian and I were able to go out and do the marketing of the Young Victoria. And it was pretty great to, Emily Blunt played a brilliant Victoria with Rupert Friend. And, uh, and I, I say this all the time, if we do this, of course, I am real and I am in the book. Funny that, my middle name is Margaret. So of course the good news for any investor, hey ho, you got me to do the marketing. <laughs> well, I will make sure I've read it before I get back before I get back to England and we, we talk about all our business plans. Yes, please. Where are you, by the way, then, if you're not in England? I'm, I'm in Monaco at the moment, actually. I, um, nice. I, 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 live, I live in Dubai in the winter and the south of France in the summer. So uh, I'm, uh, I've, I've been, back in, uh, been back on this, this side of the world for the last couple of weeks now. So I've, just, uh, I've, I've been, been at the Grand Prix. I've been kind of entertaining clients and investors and I've stayed on for a few extra days here to, um, to, to try and do some more meetings. Oh, Matt, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Because I was the I was a, a, a Grand Prix groupie uh, when I was 21 with I had Bernie, I had Paddy McNally at, at the Paddock Club. I had uh, Nicky Lauder, John Watson, Ayrton Senna, you know, that we were all, really? in, all in the Marlborough motorhome. And I kept being told, go on then, Fergie, go and chat that client up, go and chat that person up. And so, yes, you're I, I know the, the Grand Prix circuit well. How lovely. <laughs> Do you, do you still go? Do you still do you still go to any races? Uh, well, I'm Bernie Eccleston. I'm a big Bernie Eccleston fan, so uh, so I I I go with my heart with Bernie, and and I and I love going to the race. I go to the Bahrain Grand Prix because I love the Kingdom of Bahrain. It stands for kindness, and they give kindness, and they are an extraordinary group of people, which is why I have the Bahrain flag here because. Of my little red is the example of kindness in, in the kingdom of Bahrain. She went and made a speech in December, actually, little red did. Uh, so, yes, I, I do go to races and I, I'm fascinated. I think it's come a long way, but I am I'm just take my hat off to what Bernie achieved. I actually went to uh, I went to a Formula E race early in the year earlier in the year as well, which was a, a completely different experience. It was uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I I hope I haven't lost you, Matt. But I'm going to keep talking. Hopefully. Oh, there we are. Uh, no. The, uh, 
Alejandro Agagi. Yes, well, Formula E, they've done very well, haven't they? They really have done very well. And and uh, it's a completely different thing because I love the start of the Grand Prix when you hear rrr, 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 and the cars start racing and then Formula E, it's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, off it goes. Uh, and uh, no, that, that, that wasn't me making the noise that we've gone off. It was me making the noise of the Formula E cars. <laughs> But it's it you see you see Matt I think I think you're right I think life is to uh, literally enjoy you know uh, it, it's, it's so fragile and and the most important for me and uh, in my world is to get onto the borders of Poland Romania at the moment with all the Ukraine situation and and just be there uh, not 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 trying to you know, sort of fly the flag for yourself. It's fly the flag for the voice of silent whispers, for the children that just need to have a moment of of something that takes them away from the fears of dad might never come home, mom's permanently in tears because she's lost everything and she's frightened for dad. And the children just don't know what to do. So if if I'm thinking of David and Sophie in particular now, because Olga, mum, told me that story and she's in Warsaw and all she wants to do is go back to Ukraine to rebuild her country. And David and Sophie, Sophie has autism. David is five, Sophie's three. And at four in the morning, she ran across the border um, carrying Sophie and David trying to find an ounce of anything. And what she needed was hope. And she got to Warsaw I met uh, Olga and I'm now telling you, Matt, the story because then that's why I'm going back uh, next week with Croatia to do Play in a Box because I think that's what David and Sophie need is to take their mind off the fears so that they can have the legacy of growing up believing in hope. And tell me, I mean, obviously, other than your, uh, you know, fantastic energy that you must must impart on these people during their, you know, during their times of crisis and times of need. I mean, how how do you how do you talk to people in this situation? You know, I mean, obviously, like myself, you know, you're, you're someone who's obviously suffered, suffered down downs as well as ups and bounce back, etc. But I mean, you know, as much as we talk about ups and downs, I mean, these people have got you know downs that would be unimaginable to you know to 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 ninety nine percent of the rest of the world. I mean, how what do you, what do you say? How, how, how do you, you know, coach, you know, coach them on the comeback? Well, the first thing you do is you don't. You don't speak. You listen. It, it, it's in, imperative. You, you sit. You take the time. You turn the telephone off and you just sit and you're there and, and you're, you're just putting your hand out with friendship. And, and I, I, I can't imagine what you're going through, Olga. I, I, I really can't. Please explain to me. Explain to me how... I, what it must have been like at four in the morning. What you know, the rats in the cellar. How did you see the rats? And did you think that they were going to eat your children? And please, please tell me what what it was. And then the more that she starts to talk and and says, oh, you know, I just need to go home, and I don't know what to do about my mum, and I can't find her. And the more that she starts talking, she the more she cries, the more she talks, the more you just you just keep listening. You just, I, I think I learned that from Wanda. She had cystic fibrosis and uh, she was dying in a hospital in Kansas City. And uh, I remember it so well. And uh, I went, uh, just walked past the door and the nurse said, no, 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 she's not very well at all. So I said, no, no, I don't want to disturb her. Oh my gosh, no. So I kept walking and uh, I, her mother came out and said, no, 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 she wants to talk to you. She wants to talk to you. So I went back in. 
held her hand, sat with her, and I and I just said, "Here I am," and she said, "Do me a huge favor, please, please. I think I'm going to die soon, but would you be able to tell all the doctors and nurses?" that they can't possibly understand how awful it is to have cystic fibrosis. So don't keep coming into the room saying, we understand, we understand, because they don't. And I, I realized then and there for, you know, I became the ambassador for cystic fibrosis in Poland last year, actually, and got the government to, to make sure that they gave medication to, to children of Poland, but with suffering from cystic fibrosis. But in my head, that was about 20 years ago, I met Wanda and, when you ask me, how do you do it? You just remember Wanda. How can you possibly believe that you understand? Your entire country's blown up. It looks like Olga said, Mars. Nothing is there. So you can't. So the only thing you can do is hold your hand up with friendship, see if you can help David and Sophie bring hope, and perhaps go to the mayor of Warsaw and say, what can I do to help Olga and all her, all lots of people like Olga have some support? Fantastic. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd love, love to uh, love to hear hear more of these stories. We I mean, like you know, it's we have it's, a little boy. There's a boy. Little here's little blue. It's not just it's 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 not just little red. It's little blue as well. And they, I invented them. Uh, little Blue was invented in 1992 for the children of Poland. And Little Red was invented in Oklahoma City for the children of America. And both are symbols of um, education, education, education and hope. And I'm also, you'll be glad to know, I'm a great supporter of the LGBTQ+. And I, I'm really, really supportive of that. And the other day I made a speech and I walked on and there was about a thousand people. And uh, I walked up on stage and I said, well, I'm not going to make a very long speech. I'm simply going to thank you because it's the first time I've not been judged in a room in, in my life, in my public life. Because, of course, no, there's no judgment. Everybody can be exactly what they wish to be. And it was a really freeing moment. And then I got off the stage. And and I think being a redhead and born uh, in 1959 as a redhead, you are always uh, sort of put in the corner as strange and weirdo because you've got very red hair. Uh, carrots springs to mind. So you're always in that sort of situation. So I think um, I think it's great. It's great. Life is good. And we've just got to seize it. Well, tell me, I'm I'm, I'm obviously con conscious of your busy schedule, and and, the, and there's there's one one thing I'd like to like to ask before before we do go. Obviously, we've talked a, a lot about, uh, I guess you know, so many stories and so much so much experience you've got to give. But as a as as a grandmother now, if you were to give one piece of advice to to, to your grandchildren um, about uh, I guess life, business, the future, you know, what what would what would that be? Hmm. Well, uh, August is uh, 15 months and Sienna is eight, eight months. And uh, I look at them already and I communicate with them. I think it's just sort of uh, 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 sort of communication, which is fantastic. But I look at them and I think, oh, goodness, always allow a child or your, in my case, my grandchildren to be who they are, you know, 
if if August at the moment wants to play with trains and tractors, but if he wants to play with Barbies, that's okay too. And uh, and Sienna at the moment wants to uh, play with uh, cuddly teddy bears and and very pink things. But if she wants to go and not and play with uh, trains and tractors, well then they can share, can't they? So that's all good. Whoopsie says no battery anyway and so i think that my advice to not just my grandchildren but it's to my children too is how do you feel how do you feel it does this make you happy do you feel you are doing it because you wish to or are you trying to please or are you trying to overachieve or where are you in all of this and i think the key is to uh, I was brought up, oh, don't ever think of yourself. You're too selfish. And of course, then you never think of yourself. And then you go and make endless wrong decisions, take the wrong roads. And the Daily Mail writes about it. So hey ho. But but you you got to get up and you've got to say, right, well, OK, how do I feel? Hmm. So I teach my grandchildren the same way as I've taught my two beautiful girls who are the best ambassadors for, I might say, good mothering because I'm a darn good mum. They've, they've been taught by taught by the best. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I think it's pretty exciting uh, for anyone watching or anyone listening, and they think, "Oh, it's all right for you. You can do it." Or it's all right for Matt that he can do it. Is it really? It's not. We have the same. We have the same issues every day. We have the same beliefs. We, you know, in my case, I have been, as everyone knows, up and down, up and down, but we get on. And, and we keep realising how lucky we are and we keep being grateful. And, you know, at 62, to be a debut novelist and to be able to talk to you about being and achieving being a novelist, it's, it's kind of kind of huge, really. Well, I'm very much looking forward to reading the books um, uh, and uh, I'd, I'd love to uh, love to catch up with you when, when, when I'm next in England and we can we, we can make our diaries match. And we can we, we can talk about our future future plans for intellectual property domination. Now you're talking my language, Matt. You see, this is. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, how old are your children? Uh, so I, I have one. I have one uh, a daughter. She is 16 in about three months time, two months time. 16. Excellent. Excellent. OK, guess why? Why? I just finished my first uh, my first uh, young adult book for 16 year old. It's, oh, really? it's called Demon's Land. It's like, based, it's like Dawson's Creek. And uh, and it, I will send her a book immediately. And it's uh, it's coming out. It was launched in the in the next few days. Uh, and it's and, the, you know, it's, it's already been booked for 500 schools in Australia as a really good read for young people going through mental health issues like I did and eating disorders and all these kind of things. Um, and it's a, it's a good novel. It's a good ripping, ripping read. Well, she, she's genuinely an absolutely avid reader anyway. So, uh, you know, so, so I will make sure that uh, as, as soon as it arrives, she slots, slots it to the top of the reading list. I've got an idea, Matt. Why don't we do your podcast with your daughter interviewing me about Demon's Land? Because then she would seriously be able to get all her friends to be an influencer for Demon's Land. I mean, that is a seriously good idea. Right. You're, you're, you're on. <laughs> so if this, if, if this is the ideas and the plans we can make in 27 minutes, imagine what we can do over lunch. <laughs> yes. Well, we might have to we might have to make it six o'clock. So we go on for about a good five hours and a few bottles of white wine, I think, don't you? Oh, red, red for me, but what, uh, red? what kind of red, Pinot? 
No, I'm, I'm actually a massive Bordeaux fan. Uh, California cabs or, 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 or Bordeaux. But if, 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 that, if that's not your style, we can have one, one red and one white and, uh, and we can... Uh... <laughs> you, do, you, you can have the strong Bordeaux and I'll have the light Pinot and we'll be away. It sounds, sounds like a date. OK, perfect, Matt. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you very much for being here. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Oh, I better say that. Oh, heart for a compass. Mm. Off back. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs>